Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 554. Exercise by Becca Shearn of minimalwellness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Now, before we get to today's post, don't forget, we give away a book to a random person on our mailing list on the first of every month, which is in just two days. So if you wanna be in the drawing, make sure you're on our mailing list, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. Now, I'll give you another quick reminder at the end, but for now, I'm sure you're eager to hear today's posts, so let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Exercise by Becca Shearn of minimalwellness.com. We are built to move. The human form is beautifully and perfectly suited for endurance, power, and flexibility. For optimal health, We must respect, celebrate, and nurture our physical abilities with purposeful and enjoyable activity. Think about a young child. How do they move? Frequently, vigorously, joyfully. They run, jump, and play all day long if adults don't interfere. But at some point, the vast majority of kids are funneled into the school system, put behind desks to learn, and in deference to academic achievement, physical activity is relegated to gym class and recess, if the kids are lucky. As adults, most Americans spend copious amounts of time in a chair, behind the wheel, on the couch, or in bed, and have lost interest in the capacity for and enjoyment of movement. Exercise becomes something we should, but often don't want, to do. We all know movement leads to better health, and most of us are aware of some of the specific ways physical activity impacts disease states, such as reducing blood pressure, improving insulin sensitivity, and cardiovascular health, and protecting against cancer and obesity. But the nebulous term of better health isn't very motivating. Enter the commercialization of exercise. The fitness industry sells us on exercise as a way to become attractive, stronger, fitter, leaner, sexier. While we are still a fairly sedentary society with 25 to 35% of the adult population reporting zero physical activity, nearly half of Americans do meet minimum aerobic exercise guidelines, yet obesity rates continue to climb. In fact, research has shown that without dietary modification, even the best-designed exercise plan will likely only reduce body mass by 1-3%. to Although their objectives are different, the food industry also sells us on exercise as a means to burn off all of the calories they push us to continually consume. 
They preach that a calorie is a calorie regardless of the source. And all we have to do to lose weight is to exercise more. Many of us end up believing what we're sold. As long as we don't consume too many calories and dutifully go to the gym four to five days a week, we'll look fabulous. Except that a calorie isn't a calorie. And we cannot expect 30 to 60 minutes of occasional exercise to compensate for an unhealthy diet, especially one that's laden with sugar. Exercise and calorie counting simply isn't very good at giving us the visible results we've been cultured to desire. However, what exercise is very good at is making you feel and look better from the inside out, especially if you have the right expectations about the purpose and outcomes of physical activity. These internal effects of exercise are tremendously important, but less celebrated because they're far more difficult to commodify. Improved cognitive functioning, both processing and memory, sleep, mood, gut microflora composition, and self-image, and reduced symptoms of stress, anxiety, and depression are all subtle but very real benefits from purposeful movement. I believe, and research supports, that recognizing these intrinsic benefits of exercise as pleasurable, enjoyable, and gratifying is critical to maintaining an active lifestyle. But the minimum exercise recommendations generally can't make up for our poor diets. So for optimal results from physical activity, we simply must move more and move more frequently throughout the day. Finding joy and value in movement is vital when our schedules are full or we struggle with motivation. Exercise will help you function better physically, mentally, and emotionally. Personally, I prioritize physical activity because I love the benefits. I think more clearly. I sleep better. My mood is more positive and happy. I have more stamina and strength. And yes, I tend to look better when I regularly exercise. For all of those reasons, exercise also makes me an exponentially better parent. I've also found that including my daughter as much as possible when seeking movement helps us both. She learns by watching and moving with me, and I love showing her how enjoyable movement can be. She and I frequently bike to preschool, take walks or hikes in the evenings and on the weekends, and we play at the park. We move together every day. Additionally, I have my own exercise routine that usually includes more intensity, such as running or biking, a kettlebell, and stretching. If you're struggling to start or stick with exercise, try to realign your thinking to value the intrinsic benefits. Find activities that feel good and challenge you, and then put in the effort to make them habitual. Experiment with hiking, walking, dance, running, yoga, biking, crossfit, mountain climbing, stand-up paddleboarding, group fitness classes, whatever you enjoy or can learn to enjoy and will do regularly. If needed, start with one day a week and build from there. With each incremental improvement, you'll feel and function better and be on your way to radiant, optimal health. I'll be cheering for you. You just listened to the post titled Exercise by Becca Shern of minimalwellness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility 
at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I recently tried stand-up paddleboarding, actually. It probably wasn't the best idea to try it at night. It's always hard to see what's lurking in the water beneath you at night. But luckily, I was in a bay, and what was really cool is the paddleboard that I was standing on had this light underneath the board. And so the board lit up the water just below the paddleboard. It created this really cool effect. And so as I was paddling around in the harbor, I wasn't in the open ocean because that would have been really freaky for me. I saw stingrays floating below me. I was positive I was gonna end up in the drink and getting stung by one of them, but I actually did okay. But there was this moment where I'm in the harbor and I'm paddling along. And after I kind of got over the fear of ending up in the water and getting stung, it was meditative. I was actually in a group of like 19 other people and we were all paddleboarding in the same space. But there was this moment about halfway through where everyone stopped talking and all you could hear was the sound of the waves slapping against the paddleboard and people's oars hitting and dragging the water. There was this moment where it became meditative. The sounds, the rhythmic motion of me pushing my oar through the water. It became really meditative and I got into this really happy headspace. I never would have known that I would have that reaction had I not tried this paddleboarding thing. And I was totally anxious before. I had never done it, and I was sure that I would be the only one out of those 20 folks to end up in the water somehow. But you know what? It was fantastic, and I'm gonna do it again. So the bottom line is this. Try something. Try something new. If you don't like exercise, you probably just haven't found the thing that you actually do like. Oh, and stop calling it exercise. Think of it as an activity and go join others who are doing it too. I mentioned this before. If you're kind of nervous about being a beginner at something, take a class at the local community college. Most of those folks are beginners too. It won't cost you all that much. The instructors have to know what they're talking about, otherwise they wouldn't have been hired in the first place. So that's often a great place to start. And again, that's how I started getting into yoga. I took it at a community college first. So don't give up, keep trying new things, and I guarantee you'll find something that you actually don't hate all that much. Oh, and before I go, don't forget, we do book giveaways on the first of every month to random people on our mailing list. And that, if you can believe it, is in just two days. So if you wanna be a part of that drawing, plus get some free spreadsheet tools from us and lots more, come by oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter. It's totally free, and it's a great way to show your support for our podcasts. Again, you can join at oldpodcast.com. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back here tomorrow for my usual Friday Q&A episode and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com 
That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.